Hi there, and welcome to the latest edition of the SWN podcast. I am your host, as always, Billy, uh, and I am joined. Uh, he was very, I was very lucky for him to return to land a day earlier than I had planned. Uh, I am joined by, uh, how do you describe him? It's Sharky Fossil. Welcome to the show. Ahoy, how are you doing? I'm very excited for this one. Um, I'm glad that you've, you've, like I said, touched down on land and uh, got your, your land legs. Uh, That's it. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. I've actually, I've been, I've been preparing uh, quite a lot for this podcast here. I've actually been taking um, what are known as uh, landlubber lessons, which teach me to communicate uh, efficiently and effectively as a landlubber. Um, so I'm going to be putting to use everything that I've learned through that, and hopefully I'll be able to pass as a landlubber for your audience today. But, you know, if I slip up at any point, you've got to forgive me. Um, I hate landlubbers. I hate them with all my heart, and imitating them pains me to no end, but I'll, I'll do my bloody best. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. That, that is, I appreciate that so much. Um, I forgot to say before we hit record, uh, I don't mind if, if, we, if we slip in some swear words there, I don't mind. Um, my, my only my only concern is if if you start uh, maybe get a bit raid, riled up and raised, uh, maybe try and keep them to a minimum at that point. But you know, it doesn't okay. matter. It's, it's a it's an explicit podcast, even though I haven't actually checked that box in any of the. Have life. I have I sworn already? Have I done it? No, already? no, no, not at point. all. I just realized I haven't actually <laughs> asked you because usually it's my my other rule, uh, which we were just rushing through. Because um, like I say, you you've thankfully fit fit me into your busy schedule after I absolutely cocked up. Uh, our scheduled recording <laughs> day for this. Um, so the first question is always the same. It's, it's the cliched wrestling podcast question. It's nice and simple. How did you get into pro wrestling? So what was the moment that got you hooked on wrestling? Oh boy, I, I can never remember a specific moment to be honest. I mean, like when I think back, I think of like having wrestling figures, and I think it's wrestling figures that got me into wrestling itself. I remember the first uh, the first ever figures I bought, which I think every kid had. It was it was. Uh, it was a double set and it was Hulk Hogan and Goldberg and they had like magnets on their hands. So you, you press their legs together and they lift up like that kind of thing. Um, I had that and that got me into watching a little bit of WCW and Channel 5. Um, and then, uh, yeah, got into the WWE. I think I properly got into wrestling probably post-invasion era. Um, so kind of ruthless aggression kind of stuff. So that's like my time. Um, and then just like characters like um, characters at like the Hurricane um, really got me into, into things. And uh, yeah, at the time, Kurt Angle, I loved Jamie Mysterio, um, all the kind of colourful kind of characters, basically. And uh, yeah, I've just been kind of watching it ever since. I, I love that. I, m- I remember those figures, the magnet ones. Um, mm. I think I ended up having a Raven. I think I had a Raven. I yeah. I think was the other one I had. Um I did click together with their fists and I and they do rough each other up, which is yeah. what happens in wrestling. Right? That's how you do a move. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. I mean, I'm, sure, I'm sure I've seen a gif. knuckles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm glad that you said Channel Five because every time I mention it, like people don't seem to remember that Worldwide was on Channel Five, and That's right, I, I yeah. thought it was like a Mandela effect by this point. I made it up. Do, uh, do but, you remember when um, they used to hit each other with a weapon and yeah. like the, the kind of like the, the Batman like pow came up or like wham because you couldn't actually show it on TV so it's like the comic style like kind of um, uh, onomatopoeia there's a word for you yeah. oh big word that's, that's, that's the landlubber uh, license I've, I've, paying off I've, I've been reading my dictionary yeah it's great <laughs> uh, but no yeah I remember that I remember that it was it was hilarious and even though if you go back and watch it now and you see the, like, the chair shots if it was Hogan or that it was it, it didn't really constitute needing to do that because if you hit someone with that much, much strength, 
they yeah. weren't really going to do much at all because Hogan was exactly. a, a, a chair shot taker or exactly that. <laughs> um, so you met, so you mentioned you you came just after the invasion, which must be kind of weird then, because when you came mm. in, the, the figures that you had, they weren't there. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny. It's funny you mention that. Like my two, so I've got like a massive collection of wrestling figures when I was a kid. Um, like I was very fortunate, but my two favorite figures to kind of um, play with were Booker T. Uh, and Mike Awesome, who were both there after the invasion, uh, sort of Booker T more so. Mike Awesome was just kind of a, um, just kind of in the background, I guess. But um, so they were both there, so I was loving it. But I had like your DDPs, and I had your, um, you know, all, all the WBF guys as well. So um, yeah, everyone I had as a figure was there, apart from your obviously your Goldbergs and Hogans and stuff like that. But they came later, didn't they? Eventually, yeah. Oh, Eventually, absolutely. yeah. So, who are your favourites then growing up? Say you played your Booker T's and your and Mike Awesome's. Were they kind of your your guys or who are your favourites? Yeah, Booker T was a big one. Yeah, um, Kurt Angle. Um, try, try to think now who who I who I enjoyed uh, growing up. The, the Hurricane was a big one. Uh, I, I was a massive Hurricane, massive yeah. mark for the Hurricane. Um, I just uh, like one of my most fondest memories was his storyline with The Rock. Um, you know the kind of mini. Like in a mini feud they had, and just a little, this, the segments were perfect with The Rock being the, the biggest hero in the world and Hurricane just being this, this zany kind of superhero babyface. It was like the perfect combination. And I just remember being so bloody happy um, when the Hurricane uh, beat The Rock uh, to the extent where uh, I asked my mother if I could uh, dye my hair green, and she said no. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so ne- never happens. Um, but I still I got a t shirt from it. So yeah, <laughs> that that is dedication if, if there ever was. That's it, yeah, <laughs> I remember going. Um, I went to a SmackDown show um, in Aberdeen in two thousand and oh god eight. I think it was mm. because it was SmackDown. I was like, well, I'm going. I'm going to dye my hair blue. That's very nice. good. That's uh, like Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's I'll, 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 that's how people know I'm going to SmackDown. And yeah, <laughs> I, I was told no, you can't dye it. So I found this kind of like gel putty stuff that like. Tinged your hair blue instead. Oh, like, right. As a, that'll yeah, do. There we go. You can wash it out after kind of thing. Yeah. That, that's when I like, had hair. It was a long time ago. I'm still fighting a violent battle myself, clinging on to it. So I, I feel your pain. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't mind if it, if, it, if it receded like that way, I wouldn't have minded, but it, it started at the center here. Oh, so mate, there's, same. There's same, no recovery like, from that. Um, I only I only bloody realised this as well very very recently because um, I, I was in a match in sports wrestling and I remember there was a point where like, my head's down facing the camera and I'm like seeing the top of my head and I'm like shit I'm balding there <laughs> it's like it's the first time I noticed you never get a view of the top of your head you never mm-hmm. you never actually think of that you know so it was uh, yeah that was um, a bombshell uh, for me oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, my, my, mine was on the Money Firth radio website because I was right. doing a, a, a radio course and I was uh, filling in the forms and had photos like these are the new candidates. And there was my head down filling in this form. And uh, I know. He was, and I was like, oh no, that is good. We had our photos worse. that day for like our, our, our profiles. So I had right, a right. big head of hair, I had my beard. And then I came in the day after they were all done shaving. It was gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> no, I, now I see it. it. It cannot stay there. It's, yeah, that's it. Bite, got to bite the bullet. Yeah, actually, um, I I did that during lockdown. You know, the kind of the period of lockdown when you weren't going to see anybody. I shaved my head and just uh, just see what it looked like. So, um, yeah, it's uh, if I ever do need to take that plunge, I'm, I'm pretty confident I can pull it off. So we're okay. It's it's a good look. It's a very it's a very common look. It's it's fashion. I think it's fashionable. That's it. Yeah, uh, the beard Make, makes you makes you look hard, right? That's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then and then they speak to me and, and they go, "Fuck, oh, he's he's." 
I'd probably, <laughs> probably be him up quite easily. Uh, anyway, so Hurricane, uh, I loved the storyline with uh, Rosie, the superhero. Oh, the, the shit, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's HIT. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, no, he was he was great as well. And then um, he had a great storyline with um, oh, Jamie Noble and Nidia at one point in time. And um, yeah, he was just like the the, the great kind of uh, the perfect mid carder, really. Um, just uh, he's very easy to support. The fans are always behind him. And um, yeah, bloody underrated wrestler as well. And um, the amount of like moves he pulled out, he's like a he's he's, he's kind of like Chris Canyon in that sense, where he just like does so many moves, but you don't see him as that kind of like innovative kind of wrestler but he absolutely was um and uh yeah i love a bit of um gregory helms yeah well i mean when you have a, a song named after one of your moves it's it's quite quite a cool thing with the old vertebraker uh, oh yeah <laughs> um, um anyway this isn't the hurricane podcast this is uh this is about sharky fossil himself so how did you go from that watching it uh, as a youngin uh, to actually just like trying it yourself um yeah it was actually uh my good friend tyler uh who came to me with the idea of um going to a wrestling school and so he is going back a few years now but he messaged uh joe hendry about wrestling training in edinburgh and joe replied saying that he was planning and opening his own school soon so i guess i, I owe tyler a lot to be honest because there's there's no chance that i would have taken the the beginners class like on my todd um Truth be told, I've always had a, a degree of uh, anxiety when it comes to being in like large groups, which is what kept me from pursuing wrestling earlier. So it was good to have a friend to tag along with. Um, and yeah, the, the longer I spent in the school, the more comfortable I got. And yeah, I feel really privileged to be part of such an awesome group of people. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how, how it all came together. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get we'll dive into that a little bit more uh, in a bit. We'll, we'll kind of roll back a little bit. So message um, Joe Hendry, your um, Tyler. Yeah. Did and were you aware of of like the UK scene by that point? Uh, were were you going to shows? Were you just aware of it at all? Uh, so I, I'd been to uh, a few fair and lovings. Um, so uh, I, I forget the actual years, but I mean, there's a few years in a row. One year they had like Kurt Angle versus Joe Coffey in the main event, and then there was one with the Dudleys and RVD and Rey Mysterio, and then. I'm kind of like, these are probably multiple events I'm thinking of, but there's Kevin Nash came over, Finn Balor came over at one point, and I was at a few of those shows in the front row, yeah. Um, Ricochet was one of them, he came over and put on an awesome match. So I was like, I was vague, vaguely aware of it, yeah, from watching ICW, and I used to, um, like way back when, I used to watch ICW on YouTube, when he had all the, their episodes on YouTube um, back in the day. So, um, so it was mainly through ICW that I knew the British scene, um, yeah. Those will be the, uh, the hydro shows. I think that, that was all the ones. Hydro, yeah, there. that was yeah. like, exactly hydro. That's it. Yeah, great shows. So, so you're, so you, oh, uh, lost your first split second there, but we've got you back. I'm here. Uh, so yeah, so it was yeah. So the the hydro shows were the ones that you were you were aware of with ICW. Uh, so there's a couple of names then. Of course, you would have been aware of Joe Hendry, obviously being one of them uh, at that? that point because <laughs> he he came in the, on his Hendry ball. Uh, that was, well, that was that was uh, the ABC or something like that. I can't remember. My microphone's deciding to to try and fall at this moment in time, so I'm holding it. I, I do. I I wasn't there, and yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't um, there in person for that. But I do remember that was uh, that was all over Twitter and Reddit, right? That 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 um, uh, that uh, impressive feats of uh, balance uh, and uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty, pretty pretty cool. Yeah, cool entrance. It's one of those things where you look, keep looking back and going, there was. There is there is a very slim margin of error 
that he could have just ended up in the first couple of rows. Yeah, literally in the crowd. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he had uh, he had one shot, one opportunity, and he nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so first day training, then you you and Tyler go go down, yep. and uh, of course, like you say, you're 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 a bit anxious in big groups. Same, mm. I absolutely get that. Uh, this is why I do my interviews on Zoom and not face to face because <laughs> you know the interview's over once I hit end meeting. It's great. Uh, so yeah, so what was that first couple sessions like then? How did you how did you find it? Yeah, it was good. Uh, no, everyone in the school was like dead friendly. Like uh, it was Joe, Joe and Dave, uh, Conrad are, are fantastic coaches. Um, you know they're very welcoming, very um, you know it's um, very um, good for beginners kind of thing. Like uh, you know uh, there's like certain things that wouldn't get right first time, and they weren't too pushy about it. It's like don't worry, let's try this again, try this, try that, try this. Um, so yeah, very very good for that. Um, and uh, yeah, the first few sessions were great. It's just like. Lockups, wrist locks, um, you know that that kind of stuff. Take, taking bumps for the first time. So, um, yeah, the, the first few sessions were just, um, yeah, kind of gave me that appreciation of like how difficult wrestling can be. Um, you know, having watched it on the telly for for many many years, like you don't. Um, obviously, it looks difficult, but you know you wouldn't expect a lockup to be something you had to like actually think about. You know, so mm-hmm. um, so it was uh, eye opening as well. Yeah. It was one of those weird things where, where it's always called like a collar and elbow tie up, and it doesn't t- it takes you quite a long time to look to go, Oh, yeah, that's, it's that's a collar, why. it's the elbow, yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's why it's called that. Obviously, makes sense. You just, just hear you just hear Jim Ross saying it all these years, and you go, I, Okay, cool, it is collar and elbow, so yeah. collar and elbow, and you know, yeah. uh, puts it all together into one word. Uh, so who is who is in your kind of first couple classes that, that are still about because there's a it was a good core. Yeah. Especially when uh, the lockdown happened, which mm. at some point I'm sure um, yeah. that that there was a lot of new faces, new faces popping up and being introduced. So who who was in your first couple of classes? First couple of classes. So we had uh, Judas Gray, and um, so he was there from the first class. We had um, Erdite James Erdos. He was there uh, from the first class. Who else was there? Um, excuse me, um, Jareth Duke. Um, he's not um, debuted yet, but he will very soon. He was there in the first class. Awesome Rob was there in the first class um, and I, I really feel like I'm missing somebody out and I'm very sorry. I'm blanking at the moment. Dean Mack, um, who was around for a short while, he was in the first class and then I think the rest unfortunately um, left. Yeah. I think, I think um, uh, Mr. Manville was there. I think he was the second or He, he came in like a, a few weeks after with um, Big Chess and, and uh, Ryan Richards and all the rest. Yeah, but um, the, the first class was just um, a few of us. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, and, and now that you guys are making your debut, at least the, the vast majority of the names you just mentioned in that first class. So, um, what, what were we looking at year wise? Was that just the end of 2019, start of 2019? Uh, yeah, so September 2019, I believe. Yeah, so um, a good uh, a good six months before the, the world ended. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, so when you started to train then with, with Joe, obviously I don't want I don't need to get all the secrets and the ins and outs because you, you you pay your money for your intake, so that's how you get your, you get taught these things. Uh, but he's obviously a very talented wrestler. Where he could do just about anything with the wrestling power, strength, and character, uh, which is everything you kind of, your dream package. Um, was he kind of good for focusing on on what everyone's strengths were? Um, for for example, if you're not kind of getting the wrestling portion down, he'll concentrate on character stuff to kind of get you up to, to level with everyone else. What, 
How did you find yeah. his teaching style? Yeah, for sure. I mean, he definitely does that. He does play into your strengths. I mean, um, like one thing that's not um, kind of a 10 out of 10 for me is technical wrestling. So Joe would focus on teaching me some quote unquote big man stuff because I'm 6'4", 6'5", so, um, which, um, you know, was obviously my strength and uh, doing like, um, you know, watching advising me to watch Undertaker, watch guys like Tess, watch guys like Albert, you know, that kind of stuff and like taking what they're doing in the rings. So, um, so yeah, he, he does, um, although there is like one lesson for the whole class on, 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 on most days, it's like he does like break it down into little kind of chunks for so everyone has their own individual kind of, um, you know, thing to work on basically. Yeah. That's a pretty good way of, of like making sure that if, if he's putting out, say a showcase show, if, mm. if that's ever to happen, it's not all just uh, six, matches of of uh, johnny kick pads doing the exact same thing <laughs> exactly yeah you get it's, variety exactly, exactly. It's a huge, there's a huge variety between the, the guys in our school um you know just um you know there's lo loads and loads of different styles like um you know like judas gray um does does flips and stuff you know and uh, he's very kind of um high flying to that extent whereas you got um erdos who's very technical based and um you know everyone refs a, a different kind of style so um yeah it's a good uh, a good old variety we have there for sure so September 19, you started and you got a, a couple, like I said, about six months in. And then that was it. The world is, was over. Um, it's done. Apparently, yeah. apparently a bat was was eaten at some point and uh, sliding doors happened where we all ended up uh, stuck in our own houses. For That's ever. right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so when that happened, a lot of the guys from the Joe Henry school, uh, well, I think I, I spoke to Manival about it when we were saying, that it's probably going to be a couple of weeks. Okay, we'll get some promo videos out and uh, mm. just introduce the characters, kind of thing, mm. or introduce everyone. And then, then it just didn't stop. Mm. So, how how did you feel? How did you feel putting together Sharky Fossil? Uh, just getting all the pieces together. What what was that kind of uh, journey like? Yeah, it was good. It was um, like Joe. Joe was um, he was great with us over lockdown. Um, you know, he he could have easily just like shut everything down and said, right, see you when this is all over. But um, he kept in contact with us. He did like regular classes with us online through Zoom, and um, yeah, just looked after us. Basically, helped us develop our characters. Like obviously, we couldn't develop anything physically, like in the ring or anything like that. But he, he helped us, like um, you know, like I said, get into our characters, and uh, we done like promo classes and all of the rest, and like he had like. Um, he would um, arrange calls of us where we can uh, kind of flesh out our characters with them. So, um, like doing that was, um, I mean, it's it's one of the things that kept me sane during lockdown. To be honest, um, you know, you got to have a. I think a, a lot of people um, found a project during lockdown, and that was mine. I guess like building a building Sharky Fossil, and um, yeah, yeah, it's, um, yeah, just uh, putting out the videos was great. It was great to kind of um, have the video out there and see people liking them and commenting on it and saying, oh, he's a pirate, that's really cool, all that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it helped us out big time. Um, you know, when we couldn't do stuff in the ring, to actually just develop our characters and have that ready for when we can go back in the ring. So when it came to the, the pirate himself, mm. we've got questions about it, which we'll get to as well, but was there any any inspirations in particular uh for that or or was it just uh jean-pierre latif at uh, lafitte and and uh paul birchall uh, i can't think of any more pirates off the top of my head that are, that are wrestlers at the same time but uh was that more a wrestling inspiration or was there just what what inspired sharky fossil yeah other than the fact that i am a pirate um you know that, that would yes. um yeah that, that that was probably the main inspiration um but yeah <laughs> paul virtual yeah paul virtual absolutely um he was a, i was a big fan of him growing up his character was uh 
very very short lived, unfortunately. But like for what it was, like I don't know if you remember his entrance, um, but oh, yeah. he had the the rope at the side of the entrance ramp, and he he kind of flew in, which I thought was the most badass thing ever. Um, you know, so yeah, I guess that that was it, and just um, yeah, I wanted to kind of um. Uh, try try something unique there's not many pirates in wrestling today you know so it's like a you know something that i can maybe sort of make my own um kind of thing so that's kind of what what led to the decision to uh become sharky fossil yeah and uh, so yeah to, there's a lot of captains going around but yeah no no uh no pirates so to speak no. i think i think maybe one in the whole of mm. the uk that possibly but uh, that would just be <laughs> off the top of my head uh so yeah so you've unleashed your your um, obviously, your your real life as Sharky Fossil uh, mm. into into the world, and you got to to put your character right there. Um, I yeah, so you got to do the promos and and what have you. But then, of course, lockdown kept happening and and yes. going, and um, some some continued to put out regular videos like, uh, like Ryan Richards. He put out one, I think, just about once a fortnight. If, he was great. He was on it. Yeah. Lucky. yeah. Um, but others maybe just kind of. Step, took a step back to kind of just reevaluate and just didn't want didn't want people sick of them before before they even made their debut I suppose mm. <laughs> in that respect at the same time so um, of course we saw the first couple of promos and, and there's a lot I think a lot has changed it's evolved in that time mm. um, how there's no question I've started rambling and I haven't really thought of <laughs> just making a point here yeah <laughs> yeah really um, so so yeah so a lot of uh, pirate lore is used mm. in your promos um again is this just a, another interest that you have is it just do you just are you just fascinated by just pirates and um and that kind of stuff there, there's not many things in the world that are cool, cooler than pirates right i mean it's yeah it, it, you, everyone's into pirate kind of lore these days you've got sea of thieves going around you've got like a million pirate tv shows it's it's, it's very uh it's very interesting you can really kind of um uh find out some really cool stuff with it and uh yeah like uh, in regards to what you're saying about the promos as well like um you know it was good to just um kind of um get the reps in in that regard that's what Ryan Richards was doing, as you say, every week. And now you look at his stuff now and it's absolutely fantastic. And he's on he's on Discovery, he's on uh, main event and source, he's doing all these great things. So um, you know, so that 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 period was just great to get used to cutting promos and then, you know, to become the more refined versions of ourselves, which we are now. Absolutely. Um, so we do have some questions in, so we'll just we'll just throw some in at this point because there's loads. Uh, you're, you're very popular on oh, the on good. the old Twitter. Uh, mm. Right, so we've got Major Matt Wolf. Uh, mm. Of course, I think we're hoping to have him on before the end of the season uh, to return because I, I think I think he needs some redemption after the shambles episode, which I can't revisit because <laughs> it was not my finest uh, interview in the world. I just I was so confused by having three people on at the same time. Um, he has asked, "Who is the greatest ever pirate captain?" Greatest ever pirate captain. Um... I mean, I, I could be modest and, and pay tribute to, to the Blackbeards of the world and the, the William Kids and the Henry Morgans, but let's be honest, it's me, Sharky Fossil. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> what are the dimensions of, for the oft-referenced plank? Oh, um, 32 inches long, um, 8 inches wide, uh, with a depth of 3 inches. Um, you want to use Oakwood for that as well. Um, trust me, I've, I've tried pine wood, but it does not do the job. Um, oak is the one you need for that. Yeah, I love that answer. Uh, right. So, speaking of the plank, um, you're mm. you you're you actually have your own dedicated music 
Um, got the walk the plank. Uh, so how was that? How was that put together? And uh, explain how we got to walk the plank because the whole music video ensemble. Yeah, yeah. So that that was um, that was me recording with my friend uh, Fraser, who has a studio in Armadale called Guerra Foxma Studio, um, and uh, yeah, it's kind of. Um, Aelstorm inspired, um, so I wrote the whole thing myself, and um, you know you can hear me singing on it. And so yeah, it's just about getting down one afternoon, seeing what I could do, and then came up came up with that, and that is now my uh, bespoke interest music. So is music another kind of side project that you like, or was this just more of a one off thing? Yeah, I've, I've been in bands. I play guitar, um, you know, I do a bit of a bit of everything uh, kind of things. So yeah, I've got my own kind of music career going on at the same time. Yeah, um, I kind of like, I've got uh, so many things going on elsewhere. It's like many, many. I wear many hats basically. Yeah, one of which obviously being uh, a pirate hat. Um, yeah, of course. So speaking speaking of that, then uh, your your voices for those that are listening may have heard your voice before on other uh, podcasts. Hmm. Um, so we've got a, a, a podcast called Making Kayfabe. Uh, we do. And I've seen the concept of it. I've listened to a few episodes and I, 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 oh. just, I think it's so interesting because, uh, of course, podcasts I mean, like this, this is, a, this is a niche of a niche of a niche because it's interviewing, but it's <laughs> Scottish wrestling. So it, you have to be kind of dedicated to Scottish wrestling if you're wanting to listen to some of these episodes. Um, whereas Making Kayfabe, it's a, it's a bit more of a wider world, but at the same time, it's still quite a niche fancy booking kind yeah. of thing so uh how how did that come about yeah so yeah in, in my um of course in my efforts to convince people about the landlubberness um, i do have a podcast uh, making kfa but um that all came together about just uh so like there, there's a lot of um it's about wanting to do something different i guess there's a lot of podcasts out there which you know let's talk about last night's raw and let's mm. talk about the recent pay-per-view and um like me and my friend Dylan wanted to do something different and um we have a, a background, and I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but e-fedding. Um, I don't know oh, if you're aware of oh, that. I remember e-fedding, yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's it. You're, you're of the age of e-fedding. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> um, which was, um, uh, how, do you, how do you make it not so nerdy? Um, you know, it's, no, it's, it's not possible. There, there's it no real way, no. but it is uh, effectively it's like an online rating competition. I think that's the least nerdy way to put it. Um, and, uh, yeah, we had a lot of uh, experience with that, with writing all these like unique storylines, and like we thought... Like, uh, you know, that was for an audience of maybe like five people on the same forum. So we're thinking we could probably do something bigger here. And, um, you know, we started recording Making Kayfabe. And um, yeah, where we are today is, um, yeah, look, looking, we've got our own cool little community, community which is awesome. And the people, people who regularly check in for episodes and comment on them and retweet us. And um, yeah, it's, it's a really cool thing. Uh, something like we both really enjoy doing, like from the, the writing to the, you know, to, to the actual recording and um, not the editing part, but everything else is a, uh, Everything else is great. The, the editing is never fun. You 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 run a podcast, you know this. <laughs> oh, I mean, my editing is not editing. That's pretty much it. I mean, I like to keep it as <laughs> I, I, in my head. I like to say I keep it as natural as possible. So we get the M's and the A's, but really, I just don't. Oh, yeah. want to do it. So unless unless we drop, uh, like literally, if one of us drop drops out and comes back in, yeah. I'll, I'll do a fade out and then fade <laughs> back in. That's nice. about all I've got. That's my editing skills. In a, in a that's, that's, a, that's an expert technique right there. That's, they, that's it. <laughs> there you go. Just a fade to, I mean, I, I use uh, Windows Movie Maker. I have used the oldest equipment and oldest tech. Ah, mate. I love Windows. I used to use that for my... I, in the very, very early days, I used Windows Movie Maker for my promos. Um, you know, so I, I, I recently switched to... 
uh, it's I've forgotten the, the 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 way the initials are. I think it's VSDC. I think it's called, um, which has got a few more kind of like um, bells and muscles. But and uh, Windows Windows Move Maker, man, that was a shit. That, that was a that's all you need most of the time. I know. I keep thinking, oh, I'll use something else. But now at this point, like I've been saying for this is episode 155, I plan to finish at 165. So I'm like, how's the point of trying something else now when I've got 10, like 10, 11 more episodes to record? Pointless. That's it. You just why not just buy yourself an Adobe package right now for the last ten? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's no point. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely pointless. Um. So so when you when you come, you're you're a very multi talented man. Between the not sorry to to blow smoke up here. Your backside there, but um, you... <laughs> oh no! Please, please continue. Flattery will get you everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so between between being a wrestler, doing the promos, music, and the writing, and and everything, um, how how do you make time for yourself at this point? Because it seems you, you're like you're saying you've got so many, lack of a better phrase, so many fingers and so many pies. Mm-hmm. Uh, just is just uh, you just like to try a bit of everything. I, th- I think I think that's pretty much it. In regards to how do I find the time, I mean, you, you you've seen it today with how late I was for this interview. So, um, you know, I I find, I find the time by just um like hoping that I'll get something done quicker than I will, and then I eventually don't. Um, but yeah, it's just a uh, I like to keep myself busy. I guess. Um, you know, like um, I guess like sometimes when I'm sitting doing nothing, I feel guilty for not doing something. So it's like I've got to you know get 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 something done. So yeah, there's always um there's always something going on. Yeah, and it keeps uh. Yeah, keeps keeps uh, keeps life exciting. Yeah. Did you find that maybe pre-lockdown that you were guilty of doing that, of just maybe not not making your hours count for the day? So you you made a concerned effort to go right. What can I do today? Or I can do something. I can do something about the podcast. I can get an idea going, or I can yeah I can uh, watch uh, Undertaker match and get some ideas of what I could do. Uh, exactly. For- yeah. There's always a there's always a plan for the day. Like today, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and then you know that that's kind of me happy for the day because I can then sit down at eleven o'clock at night and say, oh, I've um I've done an interview with Billy today. I've done I've been to the gym. I've done um you know a bit of writing. So um you know it's very um kind of a fulfilling um uh, kind of fills the heart kind of thing for for being relaxed in the evening. Yeah. Uh, so we won't dive so much into the podcast side of things because. Uh, Everyone can go check out making making kayfabe podcast. Um, there'll be plenty of ways and plenty of back catalogs. You know, it's six six series now. My we are in season six. Yeah, we're two episodes yeah. into season six. Yeah. Uh, but before I, we go away from it, and uh, what's what's been your most? If it, people are listening to this, going right, I need to go check that out. What story arc or which episode would you go? This is this sums up the making kayfabe podcast quite nicely oh you've asked us at a very great time because we've just had our listeners rate our top five episodes um ah, so you know we took almost it, like uh, i planned this yeah here you go it's perfect <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, the number one top episode uh, was king regal so rebooking the the regal king of the ring run uh you know in a situation where he didn't maybe you know get suspended and that all went to shit um so it's kind of like uh, that's imagining what, ha- what would happen if you actually went for the world title after the king of the ring and just became a main eventer you know um other than that the the next most popular episodes are keith lee and so booking him in wwe there's um there's the Sean O'Hare, um, which is um, you know, another one from the, the old Ruthless Aggression era who didn't get a fair shake. Um John Cena heel turn and um yeah, the right to censor is a classic as well. So um, you know, but honestly, with the podcast, you can dive into any episode that you 
take most interest in. There's no kind of running storyline in between episodes. Every episode self-contains. So if you want to go listen to the recent Cody Rhodes episodes, then you can do that. There's nothing, you don't need to have listened to everyone to listen to that, if that makes sense. But there's something there for everyone, um, you know, every, every era of wrestling. So just have a look, dive in and see what you fancy. Um, so I'm going to go back to e-threading because you mentioned it. Yep. And I'm always <laughs> How often do you get to talk about that? <laughs> not, not as often as I hoped. Um, yeah, what not was as often as you should. Exactly. <laughs> so were you a message board e-fedder or, or I was a Beeble e-fedder? A Beeble e-fedder? I was on Beeble. Oh just... man, I didn't know Beeble did it. <laughs> I, I was definitely a people were, but um, yeah, we were um, we were a, a message board event called the EWA, um, which was um, I think it's like it's still going these days, believe it or not. It's um, one of the longest running efeds online i think it was started in like 2001 or something it's still going today which is insane um but yeah that's where i did most of my uh, most of my writing yeah and uh, did you unleash at least your pirate persona at that point was it was always in the back of your mind or so who were you it's, uh, so it's, it's funny um so it was actually a so the thing with the CFED was you would play actual wrestlers, um, but you didn't have to like stick to their like trademark mannerisms or you know didn't have to play the rock like the rock. You know you can like you could make like Funaki a hitman or something, right? You could ha- get a fun way basically. So it's actually funny um, you bring this up because during lockdown I was I dipped myself back into efeding into the EWA and I played um, a character only Lorkin um, who I renamed as One Eye Lorkin. Uh, who had a pirate gimmick so like, it kind of like that helped me in a way to um, kind of um, uh, get more ideas from a pirate character um, as, as Sharky Fossil so um, it helped in a way to you know kind of uh, flesh out what, what Sharky Fossil was by playing um, this fictional uh, one eye lurking character yeah that, that is incredible uh, <laughs> I, I was like some sort of weird I mean I, I never Never really listened to Insane Cloud Posse, but I was some sort of a psycho clown, and I called myself... Nice. It was a very terrible name at the time, because I, I was too innocent to realise it, but I called myself The Dean. <laughs> that was my name. Ah, yes. right. Yeah. Right. Well, I, didn't, I didn't realise it, what it meant. Ah. I was only, I was only like, <laughs> like 14, maybe, and I was, yeah. I was like... And, and the more I think about it going, why did nobody tell me? <laughs> that is a terrible name <laughs> i think it's very much the jokes on you here kind of thing like just it's funny when he doesn't realize yeah <laughs> i know i just imagine just all the the, the, the bebo uh dms all <laughs> laughing going look at this idiot calling himself no man it's 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 uh i mean you know yourself it's so much fun to just like <laughs> just create this character and mold it into whatever you want and then have the competition with other, other people it's um yeah like it's, it's a lot of fun like there's there's so many times where i think like you know i'd, I'd love to get back into that but it also just takes so much of your time up as well mm-hmm. um you know and like i said there's only 24 hours in a day so um but yeah i think i'll go back to it at one point it's um it's too fun to miss out on it for too long i think it, i mean like you're saying it's just a, a nice creative outlet so i mean you can yeah exactly you can test uh, some of your family history of, of the, the previous uh, generations of fossils and, and what have you and if it doesn't work, of course. Go, right, that's fine, I don't need to do that for a crowd, I've tested it so next exactly. thing, if something, something uh, pops off and people are going nuts for it, you're like, great, now I can bring that to a wider audience It's exactly, I, I think it's a, probably an underrated or, or unappreciated uh, form, I mean it is still like you said right at the start of speaking about e-fedding it's very nerdy 
And oh, it's it's. I just love being able to talk about it. It's not not very often I get to ch- chat about this, um, you know, other than with my co-host who is also an e-fairer. So, um, you know, I think I remember OSW review. They mentioned mm-hmm. in one of their episodes um, a couple of months back. I was like, oh my I, god, e-fairing. <laughs> I used to I used to e-fed with old Jay Hunter. Uh, oh no way, did you? Yeah, well, oh man, <laughs> OSW review. I mean, MJ uh, V1 and and well, would be Neil at the time. Um, yeah. They they. They had their world bounce wrestling, but there were Jay was also a modder at uh, um, uh, old school wrestling chat. It was called on Bebo and then ah, Facebook, wow. and I was the other mod. I didn't know it, that. it was me, guy called Davin Malloy, and Jay Hunter. We were the three mods for it. Ah, and brilliant! Then, and then he went to OSW Review. Excellent. He was still kind of modding as well. Uh, I went and did initially I did OSW TV, which nobody listened to because everyone thought I was oh. supposed to be Irish, and then I changed it to SWN. So, ah right, I did not know that. That's fantastic. It's it's, oh, a bit, it's my yeah. only claim to fame to West W review. I think there's a very early episode where my name's in the credits as well, because oh, uh, oh it, it's it's great, but also it's because I was with that I I got I got engaged at the time, hmm. not with my wife now. So it's very right. bittersweet to look back on it and go, oh that's ah. uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> see, oh, see the names on it like ah oh, shit. <laughs> oh man, like I, I couldn't be happy for those guys, honestly. Like Jay actually helped us out uh, big time with starting the podcast and giving us like um you know the kind of pro tips for podcasting. And then um yeah, last year he actually retweeted our, our kind of um what is making cafe video, and we got so many listeners from that, which was just so cool of him. Is that he's like. I, I, there must be like millions of people messaging him like how do I do podcasting how do I do it and he gets back to you like, he's just uh, it's like it's like you're saying here like how do you find the time how does he find the time to do that and edit these massive episodes of OSW and like do all these awesome things that he does but he is um total legend total legend and uh yeah couldn't, couldn't be happy for the guy he's clearly very successful yeah good on him um but yeah if, I mean if you, if you could retweet my, one of mine once I'll love you yes but you know, <laughs> <laughs> you tagged him in the big demo one. Damn, that, that's ah, oh, that's right, exactly. Yeah, next time, next time, right, do the Chuck Impossible one. <laughs> exactly. I'll, I'll tag you. I'll tag him in it. Hopefully, hopefully, you'll get, get in there because uh, he is quite into the indie stuff. He's he's, he's uh, doing a lot of stuff. Uh, tweeting martina and all that kind of stuff so you know that's right yeah he's uh yeah i think him and martina have got a bit of a kind of a thing going on yeah, yeah <laughs> he's like they're, I mean, very, they're very close yeah he's only human uh, <laughs> that's it yeah that's it exactly <laughs> um so we'll, we'll jump back in some more of the questions and we'll get we'll finally sure. get to actually making your england debut we'll get there okay. uh and we've got my stupid questions to ask everyone but uh we've got let's see we'll go for mr manival of course past okay. guests in the podcast if people want to listen okay. to it you can listen to the shambles episode if you want, but um, that's that's entirely your your hope and thoughts to do so. Uh, Sharky, what's your favourite share song, circa eighty seven to ninety one? Uh, well, Billy, uh, I, I'm sure you'd agree that it would be easy to just answer if I could turn back time uh, from shares, nineteen eighty nine, uh, nineteen studio album, Heart of Stone, but. There's so much more to share than just her hits. I mean, take take the album I just mentioned, Heart of Stone. The album had five uh, quote-unquote singles, but when you look under the hood, when you really deep dive into the absolute peak of Cher's career, you find incredibly well-written and crafted songs such as Emotional Fire, which is the example I'm going to use today. Um, 
Emotional Fire is an air-grabbing classic which just doesn't get enough love. Whether it's the roaring Richie Sambora-esque guitar riff to open the song, the intense backing vocals from undeniable pop legends Bonnie Tyler or Michael Bolton or, or Cher's emotional voice as she sings. My heart is burning with the heat of this emotional fire every time I see you. I'm on fire every time we touch. Can't you feel me burning with desire? Baby, feel warm. Give me some emotional fire, emotional fire. It's all just utterly sensational and a track that should not be taken lightly. And Billy, I, I could go on and on about Cher's career circa 87 to 91. Um, I, haven't even, I haven't even scratched the surface on her second self-titled album in 1987 or the platinum selling Love Hurts from 1991. But I appreciate we don't have the time for that today, but if if you want to host a, a follow-up podcast where Mr. Manival and I speak about the legacy of Cher, specifically between 1987 and 1991, I would be all for that. It would be one of those podcasts where I just let you guys start and I would just leave the room and just let you guys and I'll come back in about an hour or so and every time, maybe every so often for the video listeners, I'll pop in with like a bowl of cereal or something and just just make sure that it hasn't gone totally off the rails. Uh, <laughs> You'll come in an hour in and it'll still be eight hours to go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just finished the first album at that point. Uh, of course, yeah. I mean, people hate it. I like Believe, even though it killed music. Even though that's not, I know that's not 87. How did it kill music? Hold on a minute. How did that kill music? That was made music. That, that gave birth to music, somehow. <laughs> it gave birth to <laughs> a certain kind of music, which I, I did not care for. <laughs> Aye, fucking point. bangers, Yeah. <laughs> Dinosaur. <laughs> you can bleep that. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's this. It's the, I like the emotion, the the absolute absolute passion that you have for share. <laughs> big big mark for share. Big mark. Uh, I, I hope it went. Did I mean? Of course, you did the music video where she was on a cannon and next to nothing. Hmm. Is is that is that a Sharky Fossil uh, promo in the future? If you can get, get hands um, on um, it's. It's part of the genesis of Sharky Fossil, actually. Um, so yeah, it would be um, it would be um, you know wrong to not pay tribute to it at some point. So yeah, I think that's uh, on on the cards. Yeah, right. I've got to scroll down from Mister Marvel's question because because he, he's got a share gif and it's just it's just I can't get my eyes off it now because it just keeps going. We we can talk we can talk more about share if you want. I, I'm more than happy to. <laughs> I'm sure you are, but we've got more questions to ask, so we'll we'll move on for the moment. Who knows? We've got a bit bit of time left. I'm sure we'll we'll come back to share at some some point, because uh, you know it's it's share. Uh, Tyler Mortimer, sure, sure. of course. Uh, Tyler, yeah. assuming this is the, this is your friend that, that dragged you to your first uh, training session. It is my friends, it is, is indeed is, is to blame for Sharky Fossil into the world. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he has asked, "What happened with the dolphins and Davy? Sounds like you're carrying some real trauma." Ah, um, I mean, I, I'm assuming that Tyler is referring to my matey, uh, Lazy Eye London, um, and it's quite quite a sensitive subject, actually, Billy. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll go into the story. Um, so it was uh, it was Lazy Eye London who was ultimately claimed by Davy Jones and um, this happened from Summer's Day Lazy Eye and I we got bored man there isn't really a whole lot you can do when you're sailing in the middle of the ocean you know there's only so many times you can play I spy with my glass eyes so imagine our delight when we saw next to the SS Fossil two 
hammerhead sharks. Now, as you'll no doubt know, Billy, hammerhead sharks have never really seen humans as food. They're relatively safe compared to, you know, great whites. So being that there was two hammerhead sharks, Lazy Eye Landon's idea was, hey, let's ride them. So parked our ship in the water, we approached the hammerheads and we're having a great time for all of three minutes. But then the Atlantic white-sided dolphin appeared uh, and Billy Atlantic white-sided dolphins are ferocious. Anything they see is to be destroyed. Um, there, there are tales of Atlantic white-sided dolphins killing anything from sea turtles to blue whales to from starfish to jellyfish, from piranhas to orcas. They just decided the dolphin took a chunk out of Lazy Eye's left arm. It was brutal. And then, of course, now smelling Lazy Eye's blood in the water, the hammerhead sharks whipped themselves into a frenzy. They each took one of Lazy Eye's legs, and then, of course, in came the, the ten-foot octopus, which wrapped itself around Lazy Eye's neck, and I'm sure you can guess the rest. Um, but I um, I paddled myself to safety, um, you know, unable to compete with the, the sheer force of two hammerhead sharks, an Atlantic white-sided dolphin, and a ten-foot octopus, and Lazy Eye was no more, but... Um, but let me tell you, there. Do you know how much an Atlantic white-sided dolphin weighs, Billy? I, I don't know. Well, it's two hundred kilograms. Um, and though my friend Lazy Eye Landon is no longer with us, I do have a friend named Judas Gray, um, who can deadlift two hundred kilograms. And that said, we're going to go out soon and find that particular Atlantic white-sided dolphin who instigated my friend's death, and it's not going to end well for him at all. That that is an epic tale. Uh, that that uh, mm, I'm sure mm -hmm. people will have to very sad, very and, sad, very sad. Yeah, you listen to. I find find it very very interesting that the signal start. We got the whole story, but the signal start cutting out in a little bit. So I don't know if there's some dolphins nearby. Uh, oh, just trying. Try I, would, to, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past them, bloody dolphins. Trying to silence you in this tale. They're, they're, honestly, man, they're, they're, they're the worst things on planet Earth. They really are, especially the Atlantic white-sided ones. Don't get me started. We did get me started, but I'm not going to continue. Uh, just, just think of share. Think of share. Right. Just calm me down. Oh, it's much better. Yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of Judas Gray, who hmm. who's going to come and bar some dolphins in the near yes. future? Yeah. Uh, he has just quite quite a few questions here. So, we'll, okay. we'll There's there's some wrestling ones we'll leave towards the end. So, first one okay. is, what is the fastest ship to sail in, and what are your thoughts on modern day ships? Fastest ship is of course the SS Fossil, um, which was built all the way back in 1917. Uh, as for modern day ships, they just don't compare. Um, too many silly bells and whistles. You know, pirates never needed a microwave or an, or an instant coffee machine back in 1917, Billy. We had what we had. We made do with what we had. And despite it, we made every journey a success. So, yeah, modern ships, not for me. Do you find the, the tale of, of Captain Jack Sparrow in the Pirates films, do you find that's an accurate portrayal? Oh, this isn't a question from Judas, it's just, it's just for me. Uh, do you find his portrayal in the Pirates films to be uh, wholly accurate, or do you find it to be a bit a bit too much? Who's that? There we go. Right. Next question. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they've got Disney Plus on the ship, unfortunately. So I so, uh, apologise to anyone who, who uh, thought we'd get it. Uh, so, <laughs> no Wi-Fi, man. No Wi-Fi. No, no Wi-Fi. Uh, dolphins. Dolphins are messing up with the Wi-Fi. Uh, he's also Again, asked, dolphins, yeah. <laughs> he's also asked, uh, what's your favourite MCR song? 
MC- <laughs> MCR song. Um, oh man, I need to um, borrow some of his uh, CDs, I think, uh, to answer that one. Um, let's see, uh, Black Parade, yeah, Black Parade. That's a belter, isn't it? Classic. Bit, bit of a banger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got yeah. Callum in. Uh, Callum Bruce send Dream Match, Shark Boy, or Paul Birchall. Sharp or Paul Birchall. Oh, man. Um, as in who would win or who would I want to win? or uh, Who would you face? Who would you want to face? Oh, sure, let's go up a triple threat. Would you go uh, the old Stone uh, Cold, ca- Shell Yeah, Shark Boy iteration? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, um, Shell Yeah, that's right. And that's the fishing line because Shark Boy said so. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the- yeah, it's got to be a triple threat. Yeah. Just go for all of them. Excellent. And... Uh, I was going to say who'd win, but obviously you'd you'd pick uh, Sharky Fossil to, to be victorious. Yeah, uh, excellent. I wouldn't pick him; it would just happen. But yeah, of course, okay. yes, ah, absolutely. Mm. You, you got what I meant. Mm-hmm. You, you have my mind there. Uh, we've got Ryan yeah. uh, at Full On Shindig, uh, ah. wrestler in training. So I'll just give him a wee wee follow there as well. Hey, uh, good on him. How does life at sea differ from life on land? Um, there, there's a, a, a lot more um, water um, and a lot less concrete. Um, if you want to go down the shop to get, for example, a bottle of rum, um, you can't do that very easily at sea. Um, you know, it could be hundreds of miles away. So um, I, I guess the main difference is water, yeah, and, and lots of it. Do you have a particular brand of rum or is it just any? Just rum, yeah, rum. Yeah. Fair enough. Aldi own brand, yeah. Apparently, I heard that was the next thing. I went. I I, I stayed on vodka. I'm quite I'm quite happy on that mm. that brand mm. of spirit. Uh, gin came in, and it's still kind of hanging about. But rum seems to be the new the new thing. So that's a new craze. Yeah, everyone's getting into rum. But I, I I've been in it for hundreds of years. Exactly. So yeah, I was the, the the hipster of rum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I was I had rum before it was cool. <laughs> there, there's there's a new new uh, tagline. Hipster of rum, Sharky Fossil. That's, that's uh, going right in the Twitter bio. <laughs> uh, he's also asked, "What's your favourite sea sea shanty?" Easy for me to say. Uh, it's it's hard to name just one, really. Um, I mean, you've got you've got Drunken Sailor, you've got Randy Dandio, you've got Blow the Man Down, you've got Don't Forget Your Old Shipmate, you've got Old Billy Riley, got your name in it. You've got. Molly Malone, you've got, oh man, uh, jo- jo- Johnny's gone to high low. So you can't pick just one. There's, there's, you can't. Yeah, any sea shanty is good for me. Um, I'll be happy with any sea shanty on the jukebox. Wonderful. And can we expect Sharky Fossil merchandise in the near in the eventful? Fu- I can't read. Uh, can we expect Sharky Fossil <laughs> merchandise in the eventual fur- future? <laughs> I think I got the gist. I got the gist yeah, of the question. Right. Good. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can you can expect uh, pirate wrestling t-shirts to be um, distributed very soon so keep an eye on social media for that one uh, it is coming excellent and Ryan's also finally asked uh, can he be an honorary member of Sharky's pirate crew absolutely yeah come aboard Ryan yeah the, the your, your, your honorary eye patch is in the post yeah yeah welcome aboard buddy Excellent. So back to Judas Gray's one uh, questions because they're I said actually wrestling related, which shocking uh, at this stage. Uh, he's, he's put very tenuous at this stage, I think. 
I know. I think I think the balance has really shifted into non wrestling uh, chat and just more piratey. <laughs> but you know, that's 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 how these podcasts <laughs> roll. Yeah. Usually, I have I always have like a, a plan. I write down a plan, and then it never never goes that way. Um, right. <laughs> so first one, loads here. Uh, goals in wrestling. Goals in wrestling. Uh, the ultimate goal. Um, it's a serious answer here, but the ultimate goal is Japan. Um, you know, I want to, um, you know, enter into Japan at one point and wrestle for a Japanese wrestling company. That's that's where I want to end up. Yeah. So, um, hopefully, a few years, five years in the future, they, you'll see me there. Yeah. And obviously, get some treasure at the same time. Uh, on on the way. Yeah. On the way. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, is, is Japanese wrestling something that that you you kind of dropped into during your training, or was that something when you were watching WWE or AEW or whatever? Uh, that you kind of gravitated yeah. towards? Yeah. So it all kind of started. Um, so it was pro- probably, it's, a lot of people will probably give you the same answer, but what got me to watch the first New Japan show was Chris Jericho um, coming in to face Kenny Omega, um, which was five years ago now, I think, right? Five, six, maybe. Um, right, yeah. But yeah, that, that was... Um, yeah, that's what got me to check it out. And uh, yeah, I just remember watching that show and just being blown away with just like how, um, you know, how much of a great alternative it was to WWE because that's what I was watching back then, basically. Um, and uh, yeah, it just gave me a new appreciation for wrestling. I saw guys like Ishii, I saw Kada, Tahashi, Bushi, um, and yeah, just blown away by these 20 minute, you know, epics, which were just. Yeah, just so much fun, so much fun to watch. And I, I love the whole strong style thing. And I love you know, kind of um, uh, a lot of kind of Japanese things, I guess, you know, so um, I'd love to go there one day and just, um, yeah, have my, uh, you know, head knocked off by a, a Rowan Larry or something. Yeah, it'd be great. Excellent. Um, so Juice also asked, what's your favourite match? Favourite match? Um, very topical because um, it's actually in the G1 uh, 2019. It's um, John Moxley versus uh, Ichi, um, which is just an absolute war of a match. I don't know if you've seen it yourself. I, I honestly, I probably have not watched i've never watched a full match in new japan uh if, if you if you're going to watch one um I, i'd recommend that one honestly um it, it's kind of what kind of like solidified the whole i fucking love this thing you know and um, sorry if mom um but <laughs> like very 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 passionate uh, about this match but yeah just ishii is probably like my favorite wrestler um you know just right now he's he's just uh He's like a, a a brute, basically, but he is quite small at the same time. He wrestles like a heavyweight. He's just, um, you know, he's, he's amazing at selling. He's amazing at just getting emotion in a match. But that, that match with John Moxley, who's also one of my favourites, uh, is just insane. It's like uh, they brawl over the arena. Like, from the second Ishii entered the ring, it's just like, it's intense, you know, and just those insane spots. There's a, a Japanese table, of course. Um, you know, it's a, it's a classic. So, yeah, if you're going to watch one match, Billy, from New Japan, like, I, I definitely recommend that. It's... Um, I think on on um on cage match it's like one of like it's both of their highest rated matches um of all time so um would hundred percent recommend that. I'll, I'll bear that in mind. I've got I've hopefully got Ian Skinner coming up again on the podcast, so he'll probably give oh, me a bunch bunch of more uh, bunch more recommendations. So I think he did he, about yeah. two years ago, and I still haven't actually watched any of them. Ian uh, Skinner, a cool guy, lots of friends. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah. Uh, at least. Well, he somehow Judas thank, thankfully is a fan because he clearly has listened to past uh, episodes because he's asked least favorite dinosaur, least least favorite dinosaur. Um, I'm offended by this uh, question, but okay. <laughs> I mean, least favorite would be 
the Loch Ness monster. Um, you know that that um, that big green bastard almost sunk my ship back in two thousand and six. So, um, you know, you, you wonder why he's always hiding. You can never see him. It's because he, he fears Sharky Fossil. Um, you know, if he if he brings his head up above water, Sharky will just boot it off. So yeah, it's got to be it's got to be Nessie. Yeah. And just to give the flip side, because the question ask anyone, everyone anyway, uh, favorite dinosaur. Luchasaurus. Nice. Nice. I like when people go outside the box for an answer. Wonderful. And he's funny. What do you mean? Is it an dinosaur? What are you talking about? I know. He is but a it's, dinosaur. Like, it's like so people go T Rex, <laughs> and it's a great dinosaur. I love a T Rex, but it's like. But basic. But, yeah. but, all right. <laughs> think, 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 think go outside the box. Uh, I can't remember who I was speaking to earlier this week, but. Uh, their answer was was the Adominus Rex from Jurassic World. It's like, there you go. There's an answer. That's it. That, that's what you want. Yeah, that's the yeah. question. <laughs> something a bit wild and out there. What what one uh, one that would make you go and Google it? That that's the kind of answer you want. Like you want to go and Google it and find out what it is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now you find out it's a dinosaur that makes itself invisible. There you go. What really? It's for, it's from Jurassic World. Really. Yeah. Oh right, of course, right. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay. I'm with sorry. You. <laughs> I, I got you really excited there about a dinosaur. That oh, I was so invisible. looking forward to googling that. Yeah. <laughs> what invisible dinosaurs? <laughs> but I apologize. I got I got you all I got you all excited there. So excited, man! Like you're killing my excitement. First share now invisible dinosaurs. Like, it's... why'd you bring me on here, man? <laughs> um. um I, was, I, oh, I like speaking about pirates so <laughs> at this point. Um, so Judas also asked favorite passenger every Tuesday. All right, I, I, I'm assuming he's uh, referring to the, the the SS fossil which departs Edinburgh uh, to set sail for Bell's Hill every Tuesday. Um, yeah, there's been uh, many many passengers upon the SS fossil. Some have come, some have gone, some have come and gone, and then came back again, but. Over the last two years, there's been one man who has stayed true to the SS fossil, and that is Judas Gray himself. So, yeah, it's got, it's got to be that guy, yeah. He's uh, all right. Do you have any rules for the SS fossil when it comes to, to music, or is it Captain's Choice? It's, it's uh, strictly Captain's Choice, uh, unless Judas claims to have an absolute banger, which is going to put on the, 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 kind of, um, the Bluetooth. So, yeah, uh, occasionally he gets a, a say in the matter. Yeah. And uh, his last one, you say, he asked a lot of questions here, uh, was just some short-term goals. So you mentioned your long-term Japan. What's your yes. short-term? Short-term is just to get more reps in and get more bookings. Um, so I've got the... I've got the taste for uh, kicking landlubbers in the face. So uh, now all I, want, all I want to do is more of that. So, yeah, I guess promoters, if you... If you have someone that you want kicked in the face, then please get in touch um, at Sharky Fossil on Twitter, sharkyfossil at gmail.com. Uh, and I'd be happy to, yeah, lend you my boot. Yeah. Excellent. Right. We're finally, we're, we're about about an hour in now. We're going to speak about your actual first match. Hey. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, of course, there's some some footage going around in, in some of your promos. Sort of hmm. some, there's some showcase stuff to hmm. to get things tight and right and and wherever you wanted it to be. But you made your debut, according to my notes, so I could be wrong, uh, at a source showcase. Uh, yes. 16th of April. It mm -hmm. was a six-man tag. It was yourself and Big Chez with Awesome Rob as well. I think Manival yep. would have been there somewhere, I'm sure. Uh, he couldn't make it that evening, unfortunately. Oh, uh, he left Big Chez. He was, he was there in spirit, though. He was there in spirit, yeah. Uh, and you defeated the team of Source Wrestling. It was Leo McLean, uh, yep. Hal Rayner, and Stone yep. Malone, the current Source 
uh, wrestling champion. That's right. Well. That is right. So what was it like to finally go in front of a crowd, get Sharky Fossil in the ring? What was yeah? What was what was your thoughts coming into it, and what was your thoughts on the match? Um, thoughts going into it, um, just uh, nerves, just <laughs> nerves upon nerves upon nerves. Um, it was very yeah. I was nervous. I was anxious about it all, but um. Honestly, it went really well. Um, the three guys, Harry and Er, Stone Malone, Neil McLean, they're just total professionals. Like lovely, lovely, lovely guys. Like so easy to plan the match with, and it went um, match which I think uh, Neil McLean spoke about on, on his podcast, which is um, a shame. But the rest of the match went fantastic. Um, I was very fortunate to have my friends there in the crowd, um, so they were um, they kind of had my back. Um, you know, chanting Sharky Fossil in the match, and um, you know, it was really good to have them there. Um, so I had a bunch of them, and um, yeah, just chasing chasing awesome robber, um, two, two very um, accomplished wrestlers at the same time. So I think, um, yeah, minus minus the end, it went as well as it could have went, yeah. And is, is that just got you because always the first match, it seems when I'm speaking to people, that's that's the worst one in your head anyway, because hmm. you got to get in, and, and that's you debuting. Uh, but after the match ended, were we just like, other than, of course, what happened to Leo, but um, were, were you mm. like, right, I said I've got the taste for this now. When's my next book and when can I get wrestling again? That, what's, what's next? That, that was literally it, yeah. That, that's literally it. I just want to get my teeth in it now. Um, you know, I want to, yeah, I want to get booked. I want to kind of um, get get some more reps in, like I say, and just get myself out there. So, yeah, very, I think, yeah, it's like you said, I'm happy to get that one out of the way. I had to get the first one out of the way, but um, just ready for more, man. Just ready for more and just... Um, yeah, happy to you know hear from anybody who would uh, entertain um, a pirate on their show. Yeah. Uh, so what's what's uh, we mentioned short term, what have you? But what, is there any promotions that you're got your eye on? I got your non-glass yeah. eye on uh, that you want. Yeah, to- of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, source, yeah, definitely source. Um, I had a great time there. The lads, they're fantastic. Like even the ones that weren't in the match, like people came up to us after and gave us feedback. And um, lovely, lovely folk. Um, uh, so source would be great to go back there. Um, I've been to a few disco shows now, so it'd be great to end up there at some point. Um, you know, reckless. Um, you know, like uh, oh god, there's, there's loads, man. There's loads. Um, I'd love to. Judas uh, just made his debut at uh, Wrestle Carnival, and uh, from what I hear, he did a bloody excellent job. So. Good, good on him but i'd love to go down there um you know and see see kind of what I, what I can do over there so um you know um new japan pro wrestling um you know if anyone's listening from new japan um you know i'd, I'd, I'd love to come on and uh, see, <laughs> show you what i can do um but no man like just um yeah uh ha- happy to go anywhere at the moment but you know just um yeah want to get those reps then you know I mean, we do have like less than one percent on the anchor saying there's there's a Japanese listening contingent. So you know, you never. Oh, know. There we go. It, yeah, it could be a guy know. who knows a guy, right? Exactly. <laughs> everyone knows everyone, I'm sure. Um, it, yeah. Over there, I mean, it's 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 got just a few few million people, but I'm sure uh, someone listens. But they all to know each other. They're all very uh, friendly. Yeah. It's, it's like yeah. it's like when you go anywhere abroad and they go uh, and you go off oh, from Scotland. And they go, oh, do you know my friend? He's from. Um, well, I'm, I'm in the northeast. So I can pick anywhere really at this point. But um, uh, do you know my friend in Wick? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. I is that Johnny? Aye, Johnny. Aye. aye. <laughs> you just wait for the day where it is actually someone you know, and you go, "No, I do. I oh, do no. know that person." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the exception that proves the rule, of course. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But no, it's 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 always it's always a Johnny, and they're always in in some arse end of nowhere. I mean, I'm in an arse end of nowhere, it. but like they're the other cheek. Uh, in yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> right. So dream opponents. Then we'll go. We'll go for that. So we do have a fantasy booking question at the end, which we'll we'll, we'll get back to. But is there anyone out there right now that you're like, I want to oh. see what Sharky Fossil can do against them? Um, so um, out of the UK wrestling scene, a fair few. I mean, Stone Malone. I'd love to get back in the ring with him now that he's a champion. I do, of course, hold a victory over him. So uh, it'd be great to see see what can be done there. Um, you know, I'm interested in getting back in the ring with Ian Skinner. Any of the guys from the school, really. Ian Skinner, just great. Um, you know, um, Chez, for example. Uh, guys like Zero. Um, guys like um, uh, God, who else? There's loads. Like. Um, um, I'd love to face my coach at one point. That'll be great. Um, you know, Joe Hendry, uh, Dave Conrad, you know. So, um, honestly, there's so many names. Um, I need to create some kind of a list, to be honest, and just, uh, you know, r- see if I can rattle through it um, in, the, in the span of my career. So, um, no, so, so, so many, uh, so much exciting talent on the scene right now. So, just, uh, yeah, looking forward to getting in there with anybody and everybody. Excellent. Right, so I've realised we missed one of my my uh, amazing questions that I ask everyone. Uh, mm. What would win in a fight? Two sheep, oh. one cow. Oh man, I meant to do some thinking about this. Um, well, I mean, was it not proven the... by by? Yeah, it was not proven yeah. by Leo that, that there was that there's an actual winner of this, right? There is, and I don't. I, I didn't. I thank God I didn't reveal it on that episode because it's a it's a wonderful video. I still kind of watch every so often when I need to cheer myself up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, do you, anyone who hasn't yet go into YouTube and, sh- and and search sheep versus cow fight and it is it is worth 15 <laughs> seconds of your life just to watch this happen um, oh, man, but... I, I could just watch it now but <laughs> I could just keep you talking for 15 seconds <laughs> um, two sheep one cow um, yeah cows have got yeah c- cows are more vicious than sheep I think like uh, sheep are just kind of passive cows have a bit of um I mean, you get bulls, right? So um, they're a bit more aggressive. So I think if two sheep came at a cow, um, you know, it's it just like buck them into the sky. So they've become like actual clouds, the sheep, you know, kind of thing. So yeah, I think that's how it would all pan out. Yeah. Okay. Um, that, that is your opinion and your opinion only. Yeah. Uh, but you know, what do you think, two sheep? Yeah. <laughs> I've always, I've said since this question began, I've always believed <laughs> in the two sheep. And I don't know it's because I'm from, the sticks up in the northeast where sheep probably are numerous <laughs> now at this point. Um, That's I've, it. You've got to be careful. Yeah. I've always believed in the sheep. We've already, we've already had dolphins try to mess with our equipment here today. Oh, I, mean, mate, well, uh, I don't want to get uh, sheep involved either. Not a surprise. Yeah, they're, they're the worst. Um, you know, but yeah, you've you got, got to be safe. And there, there is a horror film about sheep, isn't there? Uh, I remember. Um, uh, it was the Black was Sheep it was called, was it? I mean, maybe Black Sheep, yeah. like There's evil sheep and they're coming to kill humans, yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to double check because I'm I'm a professional. Um, but black sheep sounds a bit right. Yeah, black sheep film. This could go all sorts of wrong. Uh, yeah, 2006. Wow, what a classic! Black sheep. <laughs> I had it. I think I had it on DVD. I got it in Poundland. I never watched it, and I think that's probably for the best. Just you know, I mean, like, watch. where where can you go wrong with carnivorous human eating sheep? I mean, it's 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 a perfect basis for a movie, right? I mean, especially if you try and count them, you'll fall asleep and they'll eat your dreams. <laughs> there you go. Oh, there's buddy. there's money. There's money just sitting ready to be to be That's... made. <laughs> Some Freddy Freddy Krueger sheep sort of thing going on. There's... You'll be fielding so many calls tomorrow based on that idea. <laughs> Absolutely. So I uh, just go down June sixth. So June seventh, I I will make sure that my my phone is is maybe 
on sound, not on silent. That's it, take it off vibrate, yeah, exactly. Just to make sure. Right, so yeah, the fancy question I always ask people to kind of finish up. So I think it's one of those awkward things where we've done all this and we speak about all your wrestling matches, which is one. So we're just like, cool, what's next? So we've talked about it, though. You enjoyed it and you're ready to do more. Close on a little bit. You're back. Yep. Hey, here we go. Cool. That's fine. You're just you're just frozen for a moment in time. This will be the fade out. This is the fade back in. <laughs> yes. Here we go. Perfect editing. <laughs> that's, that's be done. Uh, and now now we now we've made a joke of it. It stays in the episode. That's that's hey, the terrible. Don't you have to fade it out? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. So long term well, long term storytelling. That's what it is. That's yeah. what it is. It's, no, it's, it's, it's annoying because uh, this is last like three episodes before yesterday's episode of recording. They'd all cut out in ten minutes of the episode. And then I'd go back in and then we, we continue the episode and it's fine. This time, oh, got all the way through, and I think we're in the last maybe 10 minute stretch of this, and then it's cut out. So, Zoom there we go. eats me. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bloody, bloody dolphins. Right. Yeah. You're the worst. So, let's wrap up while, while the internet is still sort of stable. Um, fancy booking. Hanging Vince on. McMahon. Actually, I don't know who runs New Japan, but the equivalent of Vince McMahon in New Japan. Uh, he has phoned you. Um, he's got his yep. translator on, and he said that you've got the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. So that is sure. you, you get you get in the main event. You get to pick your opponent or opponents on the match stipulation. Uh, anything mm-hmm, you want. Mm-hmm. The only stipulation mm-hmm. is they have to be alive because it'll be very awkward otherwise. Uh, who would you be wrestling? What's the match type? Right. Okay. Okay. Yes. It's a, it's a it's a. It's a toss-up between. Uh, I've already mentioned them. It's kind of boring, but John Moxley and Tomohiro Ishii. Um, you know, it's got to be one of those guys. Um, I would, I would love to get in the room with either of them. Um, you know, just have a, a big, a good old brawl. You know, a good old brawl. So it wouldn't need to be any kind of specific match. Just, uh, you know, kind of hard-hitting, strong style. Uh, you know, kind of match, um, which. Um, if my cardio was there, would go um, a fairly long time. So uh, let's do triple threat. Why not? We said triple threat for Shark Boy and Paul Burke Show. So let's go triple threat for Moxley and Ishii. Yeah, we we have a rest while they're batting each other. All exactly. Out. Yeah, I can just I can just watch and let them get to it, and then you know when when they're all knackered, I can come in and just yeah, make them walk the plank. Yeah, easy, easy, done, perfect. Well, like I say, we'll we'll, we'll wrap up while my internet is still just about alive, but. Before yes. we go, where can people find out more about Sharky Fossil or anything else you want to plug uh, as we wrap up? Yeah, sure. So Sharky Fossil is at Sharky Fossil on Twitter and on Facebook. You can find uh, all about uh, my, my pirate uh, journey there. Uh, in regards to making kayfabe, my my um, my, my cover for my lamb liberness, um, that is at making kayfabe. Um, you can, on Twitter and Instagram, you can search any podcast app and find making kayfabe and YouTube, etc. Et um, so you can find us there. But um, yeah, just um, stay tuned with Sharky Fossil making kayfabe. And that is my plugs. Excellent. Well, wonderful. And I think we've, we've made it, haven't had to walk the plank uh, and think, and you've, you've, your landlubber lessons have went very well. Uh, they've they've paid off the the, the amount of doubloons that went into those. Honestly, um, you know it's it's uh, money money well spent, but you know it's quite it is quite tiring. Uh, you know, pretending to be a landlubber. So I'm, I'm looking forward to just um, you know um, you know getting back to normal. You know, well, I'll leave My you to relax. Sense. I'll leave you to relax and and uh, be swayed uh, in the motion of the ocean. 
and, and hey billy um thank you honestly thank you for asking me on for this mate it's a great podcast i love listening to this show um you know you've got a bloody brilliant thing here very sad it's ending but very happy for you for the reason it's ending so um best of luck with that mate and um, yeah honor to be a guest so thank you so much excellent thank you